the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Biden is a traitor. I knew it when he was a rat senator. Now the evidence is undeniable. The other evidence is he may just be a branch on the root of corruption. That is, unfortunately, the bureaucracy we're calling our government. More breaking news this morning. A former top FBI official in the Bureau's New York office has been arrested. Four senior law enforcement sources say Charles McGonigal faces... What was that? Oh, 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 don't 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 skip over that leprechaun mafia last name like that, honey. I want to go over somebody's Irishman. I can't help but notice it. Comey. We got Comey. And by the way, Comey, long time Democrat, you know, after he was a communist, admitted. Big supporter of the Democrat Party. That's who appointed this guy. More breaking news this morning. A former top FBI official in the Bureau's New York office has been arrested. Four senior law enforcement sources say Charles McGonigal faces charges related to violating Russian sanctions. And McGonigal, that's not Czechoslovakian, is it, Squirrel? No? Is that Turkish? What is that name? Oh, I don't think it's Italian. Money laundering. Back with me are Justice and Intelligence Correspondent Ken Delanian and Frank Fugluzzi, a national security analyst for us. Um, Ken, McGonagall here is the former head of counterintelligence for the New York City. Former head of counterintelligence. I remember a year ago something that I never really liked. Because what this turned up was absolutely nothing, or as it's known in my neighborhood, Gatsangul. This morning, FBI agents raided the Washington, D.C. home of Russian billionaire Oleg Deripaska. The oligarch, who is known for throwing various lavish parties during the World Economic Forum in Davos. World Economic Forum in Davos, Russian oligarch throwing parties. Why? So that the policies would hamper America. See, this is what Joe Biden is, the short in the pants. He is a traitor to this country. He's been bribed through stooges, both related to him and unrelated. He is a political whore for sale, and he's made a tremendous amount of money doing it. And still this dementia-ridden, diaper-wearing dimwit sits in the high office where they pretend he's the president. He's merely a shell. It's the leviathan of corruption that runs him that I'm worried about, like Jennifer Granholm. Is that name Turkish? How about Swedish? I don't think it is. If Congress were to pass H.R. 21... The president would veto it. The president is a traitor and a dementia-ridden one at the same time. H.R. 21 would stop the sale of the American Reserve to the Chinese Communist Party, which seems to be not only making a fortune, but at the same time, one of the centers of the de-dollarization of the world. You see, 
as they rape us of our resources, both intellectual and natural, and as they buy up our farms, and as they buy up our real estate all around the country, they simultaneously are working with those inbreds in Saudi to de-dollarize the world. Oh, but it's true. And who else do they work with? They work with Rutin, Tutin, Putin, who I'm starting to think is working with Ukraine because they're raping us and weakening us all at the same time. And it all traces back to oligarchs who were supposedly under the investigation of the Federal Bureau of Incompetence, forever bothering Italians, or as I like to call it, the Leprechaun Mafia. Uh, was among two dozen Russians sanctioned by the Treasury Department back in 2018. The FBI is also reportedly conducting law enforcement activity at a related property in New York City. Deripaska has close ties to Russian President Vladimir Putin and is also a longtime associate of former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort. Scumbag. Agreed. Also both sides of the fence, scumbag. And looks like Wayne Newton with a little sugar in his tank. In the meantime... The FBI director who was in charge of the FBI at that time, a year ago, he just got arrested this morning. Office. He's due in federal court later today in Manhattan. What do we know and what more could we learn? This is a massive and shocking case, Lindsay. We're still going through the details of this news release from the U.S. attorney in the Southern District of New York. But McGonagall was arrested over the weekend where reports. I love that name. I love it. McGonagall. And he's facing five counts related to business dealings after he left the FBI in 2018. Oh, another millionaire. Another G-man multi-millionaire. How'd you do it, McGonagall? By the way, if you take a look at him, he looks like an extra from The Sopranos. Greasy. Greasy hair. Crooked as Grand Avenue. The Russian oligarch named Oleg Deripaska, uh, who he had some role in investigating while he was inside the FBI. No, 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 no propagandist stooge he was the front an asset of a russian oligarch kind of like joe biden is an asset of the chinese communist party ukrainian oligarchs russian mayor whore wives and the rest of it all not quite named mcgonagall but all from the same little spot in dublin so this is just a huge huge black eye a whiff of corruption here with a former a whiff whiff that's like walking down san francisco stepping in a pile of whiff that's not a whiff that's stinky that's sell your car that's you can't get the smell out that's i want to rip the whole institution apart and go piece by piece who talked to him who appointed him who did he go to dinner with i want to know it all senior fbi official the, the, the head of counterintelligence in the new york office as frank Pugluzzi can tell you is a very important spy hunting job where you're dealing with many counterintelligence officials uh, so the head of the fbi southern district counterintelligence appears to be an asset of an oligarch which means everything they touched now has the taint of corruption but it does explain so many of the policies and so many of the crimes and so much of the spending of government money, doesn't it? Issues involving Russia and China. And so he left that job. He began doing business with Russian oligarchs, according to these allegations, and is now charged with money laundering and conspiring to help these oligarchs evade Russia sanctions. So don't 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 entertain me with sanctions, stupid. What he was paid to do, what he turned a blind eye wasn't just because of the parties for Davos, which, by the way, I hear are quite amazing. What they, what they, what they were, 
is assets of enemies, foreign and domestic. They're traitors. This is a seditious conspiracy. Not that fat slob on January 6th putting his feet on Nancy's paperwork. This is the seditious conspiracy. This is the true insurrection from within. This is a coup d'etat. And the problem is, the watchers are the ones that are in on it. And it was sort of scandal that back in 2018, when he was in Robert Mueller's investigative crosshairs. Mm -hmm. Mueller. Mueller. Uh, Is that uh, uh, Iranian? Mueller? What is Mueller? Chase that down. Something tells me it goes back to a pub somewhere. Still throwing parties at Tavos. There were still boats of of caviar and champagne flowing. Very beautiful Russian women. Backed out of some of his companies in terms of... Very beautiful, sexually frustrated Russian women. You don't want to go to that party. You're not going to get to, to the zone you're looking for. In the meantime, what we really have is a window into why so many of the policies that come out of Davos... They always hurt America. They always enrich American enemies. Because this whole thing you're watching, the end of the World Economic Forum soiree of corruption, this is about hamstringing us and enriching the enemies. This is what's the most sickening aspect about it. So I have to pretend that this is an investigation that's going to lead to something? This is why, unfortunately, Joe Biden needs to be removed from office today. Or resign the good old-fashioned way. I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. All right. In the meantime, let's just all make a joke of it. Great. When you found out that the FBI had located even more classified materials in Wilmington, which four-letter word did you use? (laughs) Isn't it funny, Sideshow Bob, you creepy dimwit who's unqualified to do anything except give advice at a sex shop? That's why you got that job. You're almost as dumb as Kamala Harris. In the meantime, you're touting success. Now, House Republicans are using their narrow majority to force the American people to pay higher gas prices, just as big oil companies are amassing record profits. No, no, no. The government is amassing record profits. The government is hamstringing American oil companies because the politicians who are in control of our government are assets. They're bribed whores of countries that want to see our downfall. And that's who you really represent. You and Kamala Harris. Let's see what this idiot said this weekend. In particular, in dealing with the various issues that are present when we look at the climate crisis, think about water policy. Uh, diversifying water policy, understanding that we must have the ability to diversify our approach and our... Diversify water? You're from California. You just had storms that would solve your drought, stupid. And the last time you built a reservoir, you were Dayton Willie Brown, weren't you? 27-year-old mistress of the 60-year-old corrupt whore, who, if I remember correctly, isn't quite too handsome. In fact, he makes our own... Willie Wilson looked like a Landau Calrissian. In the meantime, you're going to help us, aren't you, dummy? And the resources to everything from what we do in terms of uh, conservation to recycling, desalination, and storage of water. There's another policy from the enemies of America, both foreign and domestic. That's what the Democrat Party really is. The enemy of America, both foreign and domestic. You eliminate the impossible. Whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth. 
documents all over. He's been selling us out since he was a senator. So just to be clear, you are sending letters tomorrow morning, formal letters to the Secret Service to request information on who had information about those documents. And we you just- mean the Secret Service that's bought, that's in every $30 whore scandal for the last 40 years? You mean that Secret Service? Whose side do you think they're going to be on? Because they've been running cover for this traitor to our country since he was a senator, when he was a vice president, now that he's president. I don't think we're going to get too many answers to the very most obvious of all political scandals this country's ever had. 150 uh, suspicious activity reports as money was transferred to several different accounts that were run by Hunter Biden, as we know from the evidence on the laptop. If they stonewall you, will you hold them in contempt? We'll do everything we can to get the answers. And you mentioned those bank records. You know, the, the amazing thing that we've been able to uh, determine thus far is how many different transactions into different accounts and how many different LLCs that Hunter Biden had that he was doing, quote, consulting work for other people who were getting million-dollar payments directly from the CCP into their account. I mean, this isn't uh, the most complex uh, investigation on the planet. You know, uh, investigating Hunter, the Biden family is about like tracking a bleeding bear through a snowstorm. I mean, there's evidence everywhere that would point out that this family has been involved in the influence peddling scheme for decades. And this is very concerning. And I think that that the— Very concerning. It's treason. Congress non-birthing person and Joe Biden needs to be arrested like the FBI scum today. Let's get the tramp in there and see what she could do. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars and live free on the Sean Thompson show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Entire administration is a traitor. The entire administration, the bureaucracies that protect, insulate, surround, and execute the extortion and tyranny. A promise we made in the Declaration of Independence that we are each endowed with the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Ah, you forgot something, stupid. In the meantime, I know you're not there because of your brain. You're there because you can put a ping pong ball in a solo cup across the room without using your hands. That's why you're the vice president. In the meantime, I got another little tidbit of the Declaration of Independence for you. Toots, when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another. Let's start there. All right, dimwit? And then I'll work out the rest of it. In the meantime... I accuse this administration of being an asset of enemies, foreign and domestic. I accuse the entire administration, the upper echelon of the FBI, of the Secret Service, of the EPA, of OSHA. Pick a bureaucracy as being assets of oligarchs, of Chinese communist parties, of all kinds of play to pay schemes. I want to know how every one of these rats is worth millions of dollars. That's what I want to know controlled so that they could continue to operate. We'll see if this takes things further because he kind of moved around to back himself out of the sanctions at Mm, least. Um, Maybe this changes that. Traitors. Debbie, Portage, Indiana. Yes, a question for you. 
uh, regarding uh, the so-called uh, World Economic Forum meeting uh, this past week. Headed up by uh, the there's... son of a Nazi, Eugen Schwab and his bald son, Klaus. You got it. There's talk all over in May. Uh, they want to totally get rid of our American dollar and uh, establish what's called a digital currency. And at the same time that they've been working to de-dollarize us, the countries that have contributed money to the Biden crime family fortune has gotten their way, and they're still getting their way. The sad part is this corruption is the systemic basis of this administration and many previous. Thank you very much for the call. Pete in Elburn, how do you feel about saving money, Pete? You loving the Biden economy? Oh, yeah. You know, Sean, you played that thing uh, with the vice president saying that the Republicans have already had such a great effect to raise the prices of gas. Oh, that was sideshow, Bob. But she could be vice president. She has all the qualities. Go ahead. Well, wasn't inflation gone, though? It was transient. And then the president said it was zero. So... What inflation is she talking about? See, Pete, among us, the working plebes, the serfs of this corruption, among us, transitory means it's going to go away. When you're talking about government saboteurs and traitors to Americanism, transitory means you'll get used to it. And before you know it, you'll be thanking your slave master. That's what they meant. And that's what you're seeing right before your eyes. Greg in Rogers Park. Hi, Sean. Sean, I just want to tell people that right now, if you're in the 49th Ward, the current alderman, Maria Hayden, who is a left-wing kook, is trying very hard to work with Governor Pritzker to ban natural gas throughout not only uh, in cities, but the whole state now. He wants to get us off. We've got to put Maria Hayden out of office. This woman wants to take away our ability to get hot showers, Greg, I'm gonna make, hot I'm meals, gonna, and everything else. Yeah, I'm going to make you feel good, though. That fat bastard isn't going to get rid of natural gas. He likes his food fresh and hot. He can't get rid of it. Who's going to, which slave, what are the slaves going to cook on, on electric? He's not going to like that. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Slugger. Taking my call. You are on the absolute target. You are on the absolute Thank target you. here. Listen, so you remember when uh, they were uh, not, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, investigating Hillary Clinton? Oh, they were interviewing her. And they let her get away with everything. They took a letter to destroy all her stuff. They basically dragged their feet and everything. Same thing with Hunter Biden's laptop. They took and they took and they kept ignoring the fact that they should be looking at that. Didn't do anything that. All this stuff with Biden. They let these. They let Biden and all his uh, 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 lawyers go in there, pick and choose, hide stuff, whatever they did, get rid of, uh, destroy the, the real evidence, just like Hillary did with her uh, computer uh, and, and all that stuff. And hey, look at the heavy hands on every single person around Trump yeah. and Trump. We're gut shot, brother. We're gut shot, man. Yeah. This, this, there ain't no justice here. I got Durbin on everything, but Durbin, what, where's that name track back to? What pub in Dublin does that track back to? Here's Coons. Pretty sure that tracks back to a pub, a pub by the Blarney Stone. His lawyers discovered the first batch of classified documents before the midterm election. It wasn't made public until January 9th, and only after reporters broke that story. Was that a mistake? Well, my understanding, and I I don't know the intimate details of exactly who contacted whom when, my understanding, Martha, is that they promptly contacted uh, the National uh, Archives uh, and Records Administration, which is the appropriate first step. I tell you, when it comes to putting lipstick on a pig, you got to love these short-in-the-pants mafia members. 312-642-5600.
He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I want secession. The time to break the political bands that bind us is now. The coup d'etat is from the Democrat mafia. They like their corruption. Just look at a once great city. Now a joke, a hellhole called Chicago. Take a look at it. In the meantime, when you look at these freaks, it looks like they were cast in a Mel Brooks movie. Here's another one. Ian Sams. What's his qualification? The incredible Mr. Limpid looking freak? Nothing. He's a child, a failure, a communist. That's his qualifications. He hates the system, the ideals, the principles of the Enlightenment and Americanism. He works to undermine them. And his real talent is putting lipstick on the pig that is the philosophy of the Democrat mafia. Has the FBI searched um, the president's home in Rehoboth, Delaware? So I'm going to be very careful here not to speak ahead of potential investigative steps by the DOJ. Oh, he also worked for Hillary Clinton and Elizabeth Warren. He likes his women easy and stupid. We're in full cooperation with them, the president's lawyers, White House counsel's office. We're being totally cooperative with DOJ as they move ahead on this. So I want to be very careful not to talk about potential investigative steps. But I think it's important to know that, you know, the president's lawyers are talking with DOJ, are, are being cooperative as they ask for material or information. And that's going to continue. That's consistent with the president. That's the point I wanted to get to. It's going to continue because they're all in on it. I don't care who the president was. If this was the case at any time in this country's history, like when in the 80s, this country had the dignity to throw this lying political whore fraud Joe Biden out of even the race, let alone the White House. It would be easy. He would be in cuffs the way he should spend his retirement years before the dirt nap. In the meantime, he's determined to move forward with his treason, also known as his tenure president's commitment from the very beginning so then you're not going to answer the the next question which was has the white house already given doj access to that house now that the will doesn't matter if they gave it to him do you have an option to give it to him did mar-a-lago have an option does anybody have an option i'll bring 16 guys here who didn't have an option see when the fbi really is your enemy instead of your guardian there's a problem The White House strategy today is downplay, but the playbook might need a refresh after FBI agents discovered even more classified documents in President Biden's Delaware home this weekend. If you're losing track of where the story stands, here's how we got here. On November 2nd, the first batch of documents was found inside of Biden's private office in Washington, D.C. Two days later, the National Archives notified the Justice Department. And then on November 9th, the DOJ launched its probe. Fast forward to to December on the 20th, Biden's lawyers searched his garage in Wilmington, Delaware, and found more documents. On January 5th, right there, the story's over. Biden's lawyers searched it. Why? 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 Why wasn't it the FBI? Why wasn't it? Really, you could argue anybody who's supposed to protect this country. Why his lawyer, his own representatives, his lawyers? Boy, that story stinks almost like a hammer at Paul Pelosi's house. What does Nancy have to say about this? Here's what you had to say about Donald Trump and his problems this summer. Take a look. If the uh, nature of this, uh, of these documents is what 
appears to be, this is very serious. serious. Do you think that classified documents showing up in Joe Biden's office, home, six years after he was vice president, do you think that's also very serious? Well, it depends on the nature of the documents. What I said, as you were listening, was listen this, if the nature this, yeah. of these documents is what it appears to be. We don't know. Well, here's what we do know, Nancy. Your husband can make a hammer stink like Dan Prof can make a shoe smell. In the meantime, what else we know is somehow you're worth hundreds of millions. And yet you don't seem too bright when you talk. In fact, you don't even seem sober, dimwit. So how'd you do that? Huh? Political whore? Unlike Kamala, you didn't earn those wrinkles. Cream Puff Jim, you like these Democrats and the taste of their ass. How are you, kid? Hi, Sean. How are you? I relieved with Maxwell's testimony from, I think it was the Tower of London today. She said that the Bonnie Prince is as clean as the, as the driven snow, and that photograph well, was doctored. You and I can agree on those inbred rat pretend royals, because I don't like those freakish-looking morons any more than you do. But here's where we disagree. Maxwell is in prison for arranging child sex acts, but yet no one wants to name her customers. Why do you think that is? And you don't have to That's mention a, the head of Microsoft. No, no I, I, you're, Sean, you're exactly right. I have no clue. I, uh, it's sinister. It probably won't be after we're dead and gone. Maybe somebody will uh, get to the bottom of it. Listen to me. Don't anyway, be afraid thank you, thank to say the truth. If, if these Irishmen try to take your pension away, I'll help you out. Don't be afraid. <laughs> I know you got to kiss the ring or the Blarney Stone or whatever the hell you guys do. Thank you very much. Uh, Don in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, uh, you know, the, the whistleblower, there's obviously a whistleblower here, has declared that some of these documents... <laughs> Stop talking about Kamala Harris indirectly. Let's just call it a tattletale. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, tattletale... Uh, you say whistleblower and Willie Brown starts to put his shoes on. Go ahead. Uh, the, the whistleblower determined that some of these documents date back to when Joe Biden was a senator. I want to know why he wasn't properly vetted before he was even considered to be a nominee for the vice president. So did, <laughs> you, did, uh, did, uh, brother, uh, he was vetted. Did That's Obama why Obama picked him. He's a union bag man, an asset of the organized labor mafia. And he has been since Sheeran admitted another Irishman. Sheeran admitted <laughs> that the, the, the teamsters owned a Senator. It was the dimwit with the hair plug yep. sewn to his head. Known as Joe Biden, some call president. Sean, why did Ron Plain just quit? Like rats from a thinking ship. I hope so, brother. I hope so, because if you want to... Listen, I'm dead serious when I tell you it is time for the honest states to cut, bait, and run. This corruption is rooted deeper than we even can imagine. Do you understand? I'm telling you, the, every policy that comes out of this particular party, and the many Republicans is to weaken us, to backdoor, put in a Fabian society where a government oligarchy runs every decision. That's what we are. You know, this weekend I was thinking about money, right? We're thinking about, name a sector of our economy that is not subjected to direction from government. You cannot name one. Not one. And you now have the, the banking system that has admitted the only way we can help things is by throwing 70% of the country into bankruptcy. And the whole time these idiots come out and tell you how good things are. 
Listen, we are on the precipice of a depression. Forget recession. Oh, recession. I know. Recession is when people are working. They're not working, brother. We got more people on welfare than at any time. All of the recessions, all of the economic downturn. Right now, more people are on more on welfare more than ever. And their plan is to make it even bigger. So it's time that's to stop it. And you have all the all the reason. You have every excuse to arrest them. They are corrupt. We have the evidence. Just open your eyes. To watch CNN, that was a CNN story, play catch up. Welcome to the yeah. party, stupid. Why weren't you leading it? Yeah. So, so many years too late. That's why, Don. Either either arrest the cohorts or secession. You, those are your options. I'll give you two. I want them in cuffs or cut my people free. Thank you very much. Peter Joliet. Yeah. Um, the reason that his attorneys are going through the documents is I think his attorneys and Hunter's attorneys are looking for anything that the Republicans are going to find. And then they're determining what they're going to return to the Republicans. Peter, you sound like an absolute wonderful guy who looks at this country and believes those stories you were told as you were told to stand up every day and pledge allegiance to a flag rather than a oh, principle. Yeah. Than a principle. But then a principle. See, that's a, that's a type of brainwashing and conditioning itself, because everyone knew what Joe Biden was, brother. This isn't new information. Joe Biden has been a bag man from Delaware his entire miserable, useless existence. Joe Biden is a is a lobbyist more than he's ever been a politician, and he's enriched himself to the tunes of buying DuPont mansions since the 80s. This isn't a new revelation. This is for all to see. It's whether you have the fortitude to implement what needs to be done. Joe Biden needs to be arrested, and this country needs to cleanse itself from the bureaucracies and the systemic corruption that is those bureaucracies. And it needs to happen now. I don't have time to wait for all of these idiots, these short-bus Democrats, to catch up. Thank you very much. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM 560. Party like an FBI agent now. How about this FBI agent? Is this unbelievable? This was the guy he was supposed to be investigating. You want to know why they didn't find anything at the house squirrel? You know why? You know what this is called in my neighborhood? He's, a, he's, a, he's in the pocket. He tipped them off. He got the goods out of there like a Ukrainian parliament member. He took the money and ran. This morning, FBI agents raided the Washington, D.C. home of Russian billionaire Oleg Deripaska. The- Oleg Deripaska, who also likes to throw parties in Davos. Every policy that has come out of the Fourth Reich is to weaken our country. Every single policy is about corrupting the, 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 the best thing this country has, our energy, our oil, our natural gas. And now I have to hear Kamala Harris, the dingbat, talk about water as the state she's from refused to build reservoirs for 40 fracking years and they complain we have a drought you do have a drought because you're stupid and you know when as i hear her talk to the people like they're in third grade you realize anybody that supports this mafia anybody identifying themselves as a democrat is either a moron 
or a beneficiary of corruption. This plant and this facility in particular is doing some of the smartest and the most contemporary kind of work. That is 80 percent, 80 percent of the stormwater that just answered the prayers of Californians poured right back into the ocean. Yeah, when I think of you idiots, smart. That's exactly how I'd characterize you. I think easy. I think trampy. I think shoot a ping pong ball into a solo cup without using your hands. But I don't think smart. Mike and Beverly. Hi, Sean. How are you? Good. How's Beverly, brother? I used to have a lot of friends in Beverly. It's doing very well, thank you. Uh, I just wanted to say, I looked up, I saw this article in Newsweek of all uh, publications, and it was in June of 22, and you can look it up. It's all about Getty Oil with Gavin Newsom and Camille Harris. And his aunt, Nancy Pelosi, also financed by Getty Oil. Most people don't realize how much money Getty still has, his family. As he didn't just sell, he partook in a takeover, and they still make ridiculous money. And they bribe these politicians to strengthen their position in oil. Because as they make our costs go up, the Getty money gets bigger. You think there's a Democrat that can figure it out? Now, one little tidbit. About the, you have a country club in Beverly, don't you? Why do I remember playing golf there years ago when I used to play yes, golf? Yes, Beverly Country Club, correct. Do you know it's I actually heard. in uh, unincorporated Cook County. And they were either the number one or number two behind another very well-known short-in-the-pants country club in Oakbrook for selling liquor. Did you know that? No. Yeah, liquor consumption. Go figure. Thank you very much. Mm. I when we, when a, can we have a cigar? Oh, I don't know. I'm not coming back to that sewer unless I absolutely have to. But we'll see. Have a good we'll evening. See. You too, brother. Thank you. Four! Yeah, that, that, it just happens to be occupied by a lot of guys who uh, could have the same last names of the FBI. Paul, Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. We're big in Fond du Lac. Fond du Lac. Sean. Sean. Yeah. Yes, how are you? Hey, I am disgusted. <laughs> I am so disgust. I am so disgusted that people do not have common sense anymore. But Paul, I'm going to make I mean, you feel better. You know what would make this worse? <laughs> if you bought property in Cook County 40 years ago and you can't get out to save your soul, that would be worse. At least you can go snowmobiling and fishing, and you could still live with the principles of Americanism. Well, that's you know that's what I'm doing. But I tell you what, I look around. I'm a, I'm just in awe of the stupid people in this yeah. country. I used to have I mean, a f- friend of mine that retired from the Mercantile Exchange and went up to Fond du Lac. He's a little short guy. Name's Riley, also Irish, but he's the good Irish. You know, I, I split him into two. There's either bad or good. He's a good one. Little tiny guy. Looks not, like he fell off a lucky charm box. You know him? His name's Charlie? Not short in the pants. He's short in the pants, but that's all right. He finds women that are used to it. He only dates other Irish women. In the meantime, did you ever bump into him? Charlie Riley, little tiny guy? <laughs> No. Probably in a tavern on a, on a booster right now as we speak? No? Never saw him? Uh, good, right. good, good possibility. You tell him he owes me money. I almost bankrupted him flipping quarters. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. All right, bud. Showing off with his Wisconsin citizenship. All right, I'll be back. And I've got a guest for you you're going to love. He's going to help you through these trying times. He's a friend of mine and one of the few people in money I trust. We'll be back after this. We must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. 
This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. When the government tells you that the way it's going to control the cost of things is by making it so people cannot buy them, that to me is an admission that they're trying to bankrupt you. 63% of your fellow countrymen cannot write a check for $1,000. 70% are delinquent on credit cards, and that interest has gone parabolic in a year. What's the answer? It's to ask smart people how to survive feudalnomics, which is what this country is practicing right now. So when I think of that, I get my financial guys together, and one of my favorite when it comes to money is built for comfort, consumption his name is david hockberg and i love him to death oh and compound interest david what's up kid built for comfort and consumption and compound interest right. let's throw that in there i appreciate that now listen man it's uh we've been talking about it for the past two years with our our our, our country's debt overall debt a consumer debt's over a trillion dollars or that doesn't include uh, student loan debt over one point six trillion dollars. Uh, interest rates went from three and a quarter percent this time last year to seven and a half percent this time this year. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? Right, gas prices going from two fifty to two and a quarter gallon up to five, down to two ninety nine, now back up to three seventy five, depending upon where you live. Um, Food's more expensive. Everything's more expensive, Sean. You know what it is. People I do, but, but what I want to. What I, what I love about you is you tell people how to manage debt, right? Because this is, this is what people don't do. They live in this denialism where you think everything's yeah. okay and you don't realize what your charge card balances are. And that's okay yeah. if, if your charge card interest is, is tolerable. But what happens under this kind of uh, chicanery is that that becomes intolerable. And before you know it, your thousand fifteen hundred dollar debt becomes ten thousand, and now you're drowning, right? And you're the walking bankrupt, and that's what ninety percent of people are. And it's time for people to understand: if you live in very specific areas where the policies are destroying the value of your house, the best thing you can do is not pretend you have equity in it to fix your debt and pay off that 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 outrageous debt you have, right? Correct. Well, here the number one thing that our listeners have to understand: no matter what advice that they give you today, tomorrow, next month, next year, next week, if you can't control your spending on stuff that you don't need to survive, you're never going to get better. Okay. It's like, I, I just talked to a guy today. He was going to sell a home. You know, you introduced me to your friend. He's got two oh. sisters and you know, you know, his two sisters got a little debt. And I said, listen, upon the sale of the home, when you split up the equity of the home three ways, if you want me to help your sisters who have a couple of you know, you know, our, our our little credit challenge. If you want me to help them pay off their credit card debts and and advise them, you know, I can't help pay off the credit card debts, but you know, to take the money to pay off the credit card debt and then advise them how to build a good foundation so they could, 
you know, use that as a jump start to their financial future, I'll be more than happy to do that. I'm not going to charge you. It's information. Anytime that I can put somebody on a better path, you know, an angel gets their wings. He's like, that's awfully nice. You, why are you doing that? I go, because I want listeners to understand how to get off of the credit durable treadmill, right? You yeah. just keep going around and around and around. Yeah, stop, and Richard. It's very simple. Me. In the meantime, what I want to talk about is the manipulation by government in housing, because this is something that I think too many people ignore. When they wanted yeah. the housing to go up so that they could tax the people more, they cut the rates to next to nothing, and aside from that, they cut the qualifications for a mortgage way down to where every, right. every breathing mammal can get a mortgage. But yet, Correct. when they know that they're going to bankrupt you. See, now here's the other thing. My fellow Illinoisans, of which I'm no longer an Illinoisan, they're really going to get Buddha gigged, as everybody in these Democrat hellholes are, because your prices will not sustain because there isn't demand to live in these areas. So you are, right. going, you are more susceptible to fluctuation in your real estate, yet your taxation will always be at the high watermark. So you're literally screwing thing, these people. 100%. The only thing keeping this market up in Illinois is the lack of building new homes. That's the only thing keeping the, the market and prices where they are right now. Okay, we've been talking about this for the past year. You know what's coming because you're in the industry. I know what's coming because I'm in the mortgage industry. You have a huge wave of foreclosures hitting the beaches within about 90 days. Yeah. Why 90 days? Because it's it's not it, it's not it's in, it's inhumane to kick people out of their homes during the winter. Okay, so what do we have? We have the foreclosure for we we have the forbearance and the foreclosure lifted at the end of 2021. It takes a year to go through the courts to get the foreclosure notices. Great. So that it ended in December 1st, December 1st of last year. Now we're in the heart of winter. We can't, you know, the, the sheriffs are not going to uh, um, start start evicting families in December before the holidays. And, and it's cold out here in Chicago, so they'll wait to, to the spring. There are thousands of our listeners right now, Sean, and neighbors and family and coworkers of neighbors of listeners right now, Sean, who have been served foreclosure papers and are going to be evicted out of their home come the spring. When that inventory hits the market, you will see a decrease in home prices here. I'm not scaring you. I'm no. just telling you what's what's happening. It has well, unless the yet. Table of Wisdom LLC, you know, with Ed Burke and the rest of the Cook County judges buys them all up from the bank and somehow well, rescues it, and then they've put their Section well, 8 Tony Resco housing in there. There's a way for it to stay up, but you broke the story on the taxes. You know, this is what well, I think people really need to be aware of: the property taxes that were you were given late now disqualify honest people from writing off the taxes on their income. So you've got that and, that on top of it. You, I mean, this is this is culpable, not just negligence, but this this to me is libel. Why can't the people of Cook County sue this fat slob pretending to be, be what is his job? The, the guy that didn't get the taxes on Fritz Kagi, yeah, yeah, Mr. Transparency, you know, Mr. I run on transparency, and all the big developers hate my face, and they put me on dartboards. Yeah. That guy, Mr. Yeah. I can't find a microphone to save my life, leading up to the election and after the election, answer. Listeners' questions and homeowners in Cook County's questions as to what the hell is going on. Here's Kagey, the other that's thing. Hungarian, I, I, isn't it, Kagi? Is that Hungarian? I, I I'm not getting is. there. Yeah. You, you, right, you got enough problems going out go to see a PB. So, so here's the uh, 
I, I, I respectfully refuse to comment on that, no on that question. So here, here. Let's just say here. his wife Marie, thinks orgasm is a planet next to Pluto. Go ahead. Maria, stop trying to get me in trouble, you jerk. Maria Pappas, okay, the Cook County Treasurer, who's phenomenal, okay? I had her on my show this past weekend. She told me, you ready for this, that, that first installment taxes that are usually due, are issued February 1st, due March 1st, will not be, um, will be issued March 1st, due April 1st. So you're getting a little bit of a reprieve on first installment last year because of the T-bone that they gave all homeowners last year at the end of the year. She told me right now, this this putz Fritz Kagi is behind on on uh, submitting valuations for the first installment of this year. She's on record on my show. He's behind this He's year. He's like the fat kid in the special ed class that can't get his homework in. Just do the work, fatso. What the hell are you doing? That's all he's got to do. And then explain to the homeowners and the and the and the commercial owners here in, in Cook County that you ran on transparency. Transparently tell us why. The 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 um, homeowners real estate taxes are not going down as you promised, and a fair evaluation as you promised. The two times he ran, this is a Democrat. Hold on, this this is the best part. He's a Democrat in Cook County, who could not find a microphone with with the news uh, uh, news or, or radio news people could not find this guy. He went to the witness, but he's a Democrat running for yeah. Against God knows who, Republican in Cook County. Is that either a tavern or a beef stand? You see this guy? How hard is he to find? We couldn't find him because he was afraid he was going to lose the election running against a Republican in Cook County for a county office. That's what a a, a ballless guy this guy is, okay? He went to the witness protection program. He won't come on anybody's show to answer questions about why he ran for one thing, and he, he did the complete opposite. He can't find the guy. Is Tavern yeah, and Rush still open? Because I remember Ed Burke had a room up there where the $30 hookers used to go. Was he up there? I know there's a lot of lot of naked twister, a lot of cellulite and stretch marks up there. Are you sure he didn't blend in? What was in? that, 1974, $30 oh, hookers? Oh, Tavern on Rush. That slob used I to be know. in there with his pinstripe suit, big meathead, bunch of hookers, making money the easy way. Go ahead. I'm not commenting. Why do you put me in position to comment? Don't stuff? worry. I'm sure they all need mortgages. If you're a prostitute uh, and you're one of Ed Burke's girls, call Hockberg. Uh, we'll figure it all out. Yeah. State income loans are gone, unfortunately. Uh, so, damn um, it. You know, they there pro- goes there. They, goes they, they, crazy they probably have challenges with that. But but here's the problem. If you, if you, if you just – a simple tip. If you pay your credit cards off when you have extra money and pay them down – because what our listeners don't understand, or, or, or your listeners don't understand, Sean, is that you get charged interest on every single month that you carry a balance. So if you didn't pay your November credit cards off, you're going to be paying interest November, December, January on everything you charge until November and December are paid up. So until you get current in the current month of what you owe, you're getting charged interest on everything that you buy. And the challenge is for our listeners is that your interest on that debt has more than doubled over the past 12 months. And that's where you're feeling the pinch. You not only got it on car loans, you not only have it on credit cards, you've got a home equity line of credits, everything that you have to finance has gone up. It's that simple. There's another bastardization of lending that happened that I think people need to be aware of that you, you told me today. Um, 
And that was the way um, in which they, 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 they changed the qualifications for the premium yep. interest rate. This is something that is startling, especially when you go back two years ago and you could bring a, a, a schnauzer that has, a, has a, a license in his name that could get a mortgage. So tell me about now. Right. It, it used to be, listen, from, all, from the 08 collapse, they did a forensic audit on, on all the loans, allegedly. And they found out that loans that were done in condos that had a loan to value greater than 75% had a higher propensity for default. Okay, so they came in with the tax that if you buy a condo and don't put down 25%, you're going to pay an eighth to a quarter. If your credit sucked or or, or credit challenged, you could pay up to a half to a full point more in in the interest rate because it was risk-based pricing. Now, all of a sudden, for no apparent reason, if you don't put 40% down on a condo, you're going to get hit with an eighth of a point higher, no matter what your credit scores are, be, just because. And now it's cheaper, believe it or not. It's cheaper, Sean, to buy an investment property than it is to buy a second home. I don't know why they're doing that. They lowered the loan level price adjusters on investment properties. That's good news for the condo market. <laughs> I, I don't understand what they're doing. And, and, and they're the government. They're Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and they're basically like, Here's what it is. And and before last Thursday at four o'clock, because they always drop it Thursday at four o'clock, and they and then it goes into effect on all new loans that we locked on next Monday. So we have one week to react to this, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody that hasn't bought a home, most likely your rates loan level price adjusters, if rates stay the same, it's gonna negatively impact you when you go to buy a home. Here's the other thing, right? The other thing is this. If if it used to be seven forty and above uh, you know, you got the same rate. Now they broke it out, 740 to 760, 760 to 780. Now you need a 780 to get uh, the highest rate. You know how many people have 780 credit scores? Less very than 4%. few. 4%. Very few have less than that. So they just made it more expensive for the upper echelon borrower, which is what you need to keep the entire system solvent, right? They made it more expensive for the 740 up to get to get mortgages, which makes no sense whatsoever. No, but that's the recipe the, to expensive. destroy an economy. What you just described is exactly how you don't go into just a recession, but you go into a depression because right. uh, they, they made a lot of money. When I say they, I mean banks. Banks did very well in the collapse of 08. People did poorly. Banks did well. In fact, they got bailed out, and those who were connected were able to buy the cream puff properties at a steep discount, which is why Ed Burke can afford those $30 hookers by the dozen. In the meantime, it's sickening and nauseating that, that, that this is exactly what's happening again, and we're pretending they're helping everybody. Um, so that's why you got to call Hockberg. Where can they call you for some help, to get money, and uh, good advice? And no hookers. I'm not – I that, no, call you, you for that. Me? Don't call me for that. Please. It's 855 855- – Driving up the prices single-handedly. Go ahead. 855-56-DAVID, 855-563-2843, or go to my website, 56david.com. And as always, I appreciate the time and the action. Oh, come on. I gave you something to do in line at Gene and Jude's. What are you going to get, a sack of doubles, extra fries? In the meantime, thanks for coming on the show, you handsome devil. Don't judge. Goodbye. Talk to you later. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Oh, good song. The banks and government capitalized immensely on the economic collapse 
as they always do. That is where they get their power. Because the people who are bankrupted, people who are demoralized, are people who are complacent. This is the way that all of this corruption that we all know and we are all talking about gets swept under the rug. This is exactly the plot of the Fourth Reich. Simultaneously, with bankrupting people through massive, massive increase in credit card debt and the the interest paid on debt, is this implementation of government fascism at every aspect of your life. Why do you think that is? And it's irrelevant. That's CNN, that clip I played of Biden's corruption. It's irrelevant. Those people will vote Democrat like the morons that voted for Kagi that Hochberg and I were just talking about. Because what they understand is a demoralized people who get their sustenance from government are a people who don't really wiggle against the corruption that is the mafia, that is government supremacy. This is why they walk around waiting rather than resigning. Because they're, all they know, they know all they have to do is wait for another collapse. Wait for another financial turmoil. And in the meantime, it's money for nothing and chicks for free. And that's exactly what we're dealing with right now. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to bring the country to crisis. To promise people all kind of goodies and the paradise on earth. Uh, to, to destabilize your uh, economy. Now Yuri Bezmenov was telling you in the 70s how fascists and communists and socialists and Soviets, how they maintain power. It's through the financial destruction. See, what made us, America, isn't political whores. It's the property rights. It's the citizens controlling the economy. That does not exist and has not for half a century. But specifically, since 2008. And now you're used to this game. This is a game for them. They don't have mortgages. They don't have credit card debt. They always, always make money. Which is how... The politicians are the true one percenters. They're the point zero one percenters. And no one questions a two-bit senator who can't remember his address or figure out why his socks are wet as president from house to house to house where he has been bribed to leave assets to our enemies. To eliminate the principle of free market competition and to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C., with the benevolent dictators like Walter Mondale, who will promise lots oh, of things. Or Yuri Bezmenov. He never thought that there would be an actual son of a Third Reich Nazi, like Klaus Schwab, son of Eugen Schwab. By the way, I was able to get the Davos song. I was wrong. It wasn't this one. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? That one starred Senator Fetterman. This one's even dumber. Not kidding you. This is the song at Davos. Billions of dollars. Political corruption plots and schemes. All will come back to America. Even the ones that aren't financed by the Russian oligarch who owns the FBI. Brilliant. Simon Cowell just drove his scooter into a wall. 312-642-5600. To be honest with you, the whole thing was just horrendous.
Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Man, oh man. Davos, right in front of everyone's eyes. The policies that come out of this Fourth Reich meeting in their version of Eagle Nest, will do more damage economically to this country than enemy, and any enemy could have done with an outright attack. Because the problems of this country have happened from within. This is why, when you ask, how did this happen? Because the country doesn't have a philosophy anymore. And it's not just that the trampola they call vice president can't remember the words in the Declaration of Independence. They can't understand the meaning of the Enlightenment that inspired the Declaration of Independence. Those days are over for the political whores that we call our representatives. And in there lies the problem. Because they understood that once somebody is given something, it's hard to get off. I don't necessarily always blame people that are underserved because they're undereducated. And then they're paid to be so. And they're paid to fail. And they're paid to destroy things. That's what we're all living in, and in there lies the real problem. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? How was your weekend? I tell you what, it was wonderful. How was yours? I mean, you, you made it through Good. it, and which what is no small feat. I think, what was there, 27 <laughs> people shot? The stories are horrific. I have a, a whole other oh, yeah, page of sound bites of tragedies over the weekend in that once great city. It's terrible, man. It's terrible. People get used but, to it, though. But what I want to, yeah, but what I want to talk about is how all these Democratic... Uh, cities are saying that they're they're fighting crime. Well, there was an incident in New York with this uh, Adam Marquardt. He's a weatherman. Yeah, and yeah, these seven, uh, yeah, these seven teenagers beat him up. And what do they do? They don't they don't arrest him. They call their parents. You know, instead of arresting him and throwing him in jail for attempted murder, come on, you got seven guys on one one man you know, kicking him and everything takes, else. That's attempted think- murder. But it takes, it takes character to correct things. It takes character to look at somebody and say, you are unfit to live in society. You have proven yourself a danger to the rest of humanity, and you must be put away for the rest of your miserable life that you decided was miserable and you decided was useless. See, that's what we're not doing anymore. So when you hear the stories, no. the stories are horrific. The stories are tragic. I mean, Bronzeville. WGN's Jewel Hillary is live at Comer Children's Hospital, where the boys were taken. Jewel. See, now they're boys. They're boys when they're 17 and when they're 16, they're boys. But when they carjack you and the other boys that shot them, are they men? The country can't even call them what they are. These are delinquents. These are tragedies. And until you're ready to put these rat bastards away, you're not going to disincentivize this behavior. You're going to incentivize. I got incentivize. one other question. All right, go ahead. Sean? Yeah. I'm... Yeah, one other question. What happened to the three strikes rules? Do we still have that on the books? Brother, I love I loved, Rich, that you're a throwback. None of that matters. I read a story of a, of a, a uh, I have it on my phone, of a religious teacher that got caught with, I don't know how much cocaine. I, I'm going to get to the story. They let him out on $50,000 bond. He had kilos of cocaine, 25000 in cash. They let him out on $50,000 bond. He walked for five dimes. 
He's a fracking drug dealer who teaches religion. I'm going to read the story, Rich. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay. Your call. All right. So to think that they have a three strike rule, there are no rules. The rules are this there are no rules. And the criminals have the protection of government in the year 2023 in a country that is established to protect the honest American. But it doesn't. It extorts him. It turns him into victims. It hamstrings him. It limits him. It corrals him because, unfortunately, we have backdoor nationalized life. It is the new feudalism. And if you don't know what that means, then you don't understand. The Enlightenment came out of feudalism. Well, feudalism is back, and the principles of the Enlightenment, known as Americanism, do not exist. Ask a politician, what is the philosophy of your country? Ask him, who's going to give you the answer? Is it going to be some dimwit? Like uh, Kamala Harris? Is it going to be a dimwit like Joe Biden? I don't think so. So before we, before we um, talk about the subject for which we are all convened, I do want to address the tragedy of what happened in my home state in Monterey Park, California. Uh- See, because that tragedy gives her cover. Because of the actions of this idiot, will will destroy a basic a basic right to defend yourself as an honest man. And that's how they cover up this failure. That's how they cover up this fraud. And that's what people are used to. Well, this must be freedom's problem. He was too free in this country. After all, he's genetically prone to be a communist rather than putting the responsibility where it lies. on no one but the perpetrator. That's where it lies, Kamala Harris. And no rule or regulation is going to stop somebody who has the mindset of a criminal. They will figure it out. And before you know it, their criminal schemes to enrich themselves will become policies. Like in the sewer of Illinois, where the only industries to be in are drug dealing and gambling. How you doing? How you doing? Doug and Roselle. Hey, Sean. Um, you know what? I used, I listened to you. I've been listening to you for like over a year, and I used to want to call in and say, you know what, Sean? What can I do? You know, as a fifty-four-year-old guy who just is seeing the country go to hell in a handbasket. Let's do that one. Hell in a handbasket, and it's like, what can I do? And it's like now, I realize that this country is so full of idiots. That we are way too far gone. Well, I mean, areas are. Areas are. Areas are. You know, it's like you want to. You want to think. Okay, at this point, how do we think like our enemy? And I can't. No, I well, can't. I, I've never agreed. You know, I've I've heard this philosophy, right? And guys say, "Oh, vote Democrat" and all the rest of it. And I think I have a. a it's just something I've always lived by. You either stand for something or you bow for everything. And, exactly. and, and, and the beauty of America is there's always hope. You have to remember at the time that this country stood up to a corrupt I mean, I inbred king. I mean, I actually think by Kelsey Grammer about, like, how the country first got started and, like, the Battle of Brooklyn. And it's yeah. like, what are we doing now? Well, you know what We're, you realize? I mean, the, the, things that, the, the things that we weren't able to, uh, that we were able to say, in the past, now we can't, and we got to apologize to who? Who are we apologizing to? This is this is who the do ideolog- I have to apologize. Whose butt do I have to kiss? Because this is getting out of hand. But here's what you got to understand: it's-, it's once you understand that humanity is in its intellectual infancy, you'll, but, you'll uh, have a different but, but, but we we created stupid people. <laughs> 
No, we didn't. I mean, just we did it. The government did. Well, I'm, I, you know what? I feel responsible because it's like it seemed like because I, I was born in '68. Yeah. Okay, it's like it seemed like we were like the last, like of the smart common sense people. Where is the common sense? Well, no, no, no. What I'm going to give you a hope. You can't, I, no, I you can't even younger. drive a car, but yet let's pick up a phone. Well, all you while can I'm do, driving. Here's what you have to do, Doug. You have to influence the people that are close to you and your family. That's all you can ever do. I the try, rest of I it, try, the Sean, people who I do try, it from Kamala Harris. but they say, they say that's not happening. They're like, that's not true. Well, I'm like, you've got to listen to the radio station. I'm listening. you got to watch. Even Fox News, they're being a bunch of pussies about oh, it. Oh, you can't say that. we got to let them go. Here's what you got to understand. I know you did. You're quick on the hands. you got little hands. You're fast. Uh, here's, what you, here, here's the sim- simple way to always stay calm and understand things. All humanity are broken up into people. That's it. There is no groups. There's just people. And all you can do is be responsible for yourself and those people who depend on you. And hopefully, through your actions and through life, the enlightenment will take hold. And people will long to be free rather than comfortable slaves. And ironically, that's not going to come from generations who were given freedom. It will come from those immigrants who understand what it's like not to have them. The best Americans in the year 2023, 80% of the best Americans, ironically, have an accent. And that's what you're going to have to focus on. It's going to be the people that suffered under the kind of feudalism that the Democrat Party and a lot of Republicans are very comfortable being oligarchs in. You see, the oligarch isn't this scumbag from Russia. The oligarch is the Biden family. The oligarch is Harris. The oligarch is Clinton. The oligarch is Bush. The question is, do you want your America, do you want your freedom back? Freedom is scary. You can go broke, but you have character and dignity. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Now, I would expect this story to come out of uh, one of those committee rooms in Washington, D.C. Bible school teacher had cocaine worth $377,000 in a downtown apartment, prosecutors say. But his low-life scumbag defense attorney somehow rips it apart and he walks on $5,000. $5,000 bond. A suburban Bible school teacher was charged Saturday with having a gun, cocaine worth $377,000 in a downtown Chicago high-rise apartment. But his defense attorney ripped apart the prosecutor's case, saying they had no evidence. All right, let's go over some of the evidence. Exactly one month earlier, the accused man, 25-year-old Dane Callis, Callis, whatever, was released on a recognizance bond. You know what that means, Squirrel? That's when you say, yes, I am a scumbag drug dealer with a gun and some dope in the car, but I promise I'll come to court. All right, you get to walk. Thank George Soros. Uh... Found him with $9,000 in cash, five and a half ounces of pot during a stop in Pilsen. Last round of allegation, prosecutor said police arrested Collis in a parking garage of a building in a 900 block of North Orleans. During Collis' bail hearing Saturday, prosecutor said police seized 1,074 grams of cocaine in a heat-sealed bag. Now, I don't know about cocaine, but that sounds like a lot of it. Uh, from the defendant's bedroom, he has no, they have no evidence at all along with another bag containing 672 grams of cocaine. I don't know why they didn't put it together. That sounds like a lot as well. 
in a bedroom closet, a safe contained 1,270 grams of a white powdery substance suspected to be cocaine. It's because he's a drug dealer, you fracking morons. And he's out on the street with five dimes in bond? You got to love it. You got to love it. And you wonder why the, the streets are in chaos? Now, this is just one scumbag. Times that by a million. And now think about the Sinaloa's and the cartel members and the gangster disciples. Now figure the money that's made in the profit and how some of that gets mysteriously in the coffers of politicians. Mad Mac, Griffin, Indiana. Hey, Joe, how about these uh, yahoos that got uh, that OD'd over in Lowry's pub down in Mount Greenwood? They OD'd on apparently fentanyl, but the question is, and they don't tell you on the news, well, how'd the fentanyl get into their system, kids? Well, here's the you thing. You could touch that garbage. You could, t- you could touch it. You could touch it, you OD. Do you ever see? Take a look at some of the cops that OD from just touching somebody who has it on them. You know, that would be considered a bad thing, and the government would really kind of crack down on that if they weren't in on it. What do you think of that? <laughs> There's some bombastic. Or is it true? How has the Sinaloa cartel and the new generation cartel destroyed the lives of millions of Americans. 130,000 people dead of fentanyl. That's double Vietnam, and that's in one year. Where's the National Guard? Well, they're in the Ukraine. How's that going? Money for nothing and chicks for free. Let's party like a Ukrainian arms dealer. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. The reason other countries could not become the richest country is because they're not based in the citizens' property rights. They're based in a top-down totalitarianism that keeps the slaves just happy enough not to rebel. That is what has happened to this country. Only instead of being a policy, it's been backdoor. You have been a backdoor nationalized serf. And this is what it looks like. More people on welfare than working. More subsidized businesses than new thriving businesses. I wanted to get somebody on who's an expert in this field. He's worked on everywhere. You've seen him everywhere, from Fox News, Fox Business, written for the Daily Caller, Wall Street Journal, National Review, just to name a few. He's a financial guru, or as I like to call him, the Roo of goo. His name is E.J. Antoni. How are you doing tonight? Good. How's your dog? Hey, he's hanging in. Uh, he, is he old? What Like mine? What happened? My boy, Mo. He's gone. I still miss that son of a gun, that handsome bastard. No, no, no. He's uh, he, he's he's hanging in. He's hanging in. Just a uh, little stomach problems. All right. Good. Good. In the meantime, speaking of stomach problems, I have them every time I hear these idiots, these Democrats, these fascists, these Fourth Reich members talk about the economy, and it, my American people are too slow on the uptake. They can't figure out this is a plot to backdoor nationalize life. Is it not? It, it is, but I think one of the reasons why, why people aren't really attuned to what's going on is because all they can see is how these things are benefiting them in the short term, and they're not looking at all the long-term harm 
that it's going to do as we stumble down the road to surf them. You know, what's funny is that they play this race game. And I've had a suspicion for years that the amount of, of, of people who, who they claim they're helping, not only are they hurting, but they really weren't that bad in the first place. And I found a, 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 somebody talking this weekend whose name is uh, Niman Muham, who is, ironically, a spokesman for Black Lives Matter. I want you to hear this. Right now, do you know we brought in $1.3 trillion last year as a people? Mm. Out of 226 nations on the earth, that makes black people in America the eighth richest nation. We brought in $600 billion more than, than Spain, $700 billion more than Mexico. Yet Spain has 46 million people like we do, and they maintain a 208,000 square mile landmass, and they have their own everything. Mexico has 131,700,000 people, and they're maintaining 771,500 square miles with half the money we have. Yet they have whole countries, and we don't have nothing we can call our own. Something happened to us. We, we got to get back into what, what they call today uh, 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 financial literacy. But we got to do it quick because we got to start doing something uh, for ourselves. We got the dollars. We just need some more sense to go with them dollars. If the American black population were a country, it would be the eighth richest. Why is this race baiting game of totalitarianism in a backdoor Soviet of my country? Why is this allowed to happen with the facts that are out there that are contradicting the mission of the American Democrat corrupt political whore? I think it's really an indictment. This is something we've talked about before, Sean. I think it's really an indictment of the American education system that people today have no critical thinking skills, and they will swallow this tripole because it sounds good, right? It's always easier for you to have somebody to blame for your failures as opposed to having to blame yourself for having those successes. I mean, you're talking – I don't like the race baiting. I really don't. But you're talking, when it comes to the race, of the eighth richest country on the planet. Are, are, is the GOP, are the advocates for, for, for Americanism, for capitalism, for what made the, the youngest country the richest, are they cowards and they're afraid to offend people by telling them the truth? That has to be the only answer to all of this failed European socialism that is constantly implemented in my country. In fact, they talk about waiting time with medicine, and nobody blames the socialized uh, aspect of our of our entire healthcare system. Sean, I, I think it's a combination of fear, as you said, but also these people just don't know the facts. They don't understand that it is not all black people, right, that that have these below average incomes. These are averages. There's going to be people above average. There's going to be people above, you know, above and below the average. It's not as if they are all making less. Than, than all white people. And, and so you have to break the data down. You have to break it down geographically. You have to break it down by age. Just Here's one very good example. The African-American population in the United States is younger than average. The Asian population is older than average. You make more money as you get older, which is one of the reasons why blacks, for example, as a group, make less than Asians. But then you can break it down even further and you can say, okay, let's take out different social pathologies like not having a father in the home, like out of wedlock births, right? And once you start accounting for all of these extraneous factors, you find no differences among people of color. What you do find is, 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 is almost a fear factor among 
all all Americans to support the ideology that made America great in the first place rather than making America great again. And there used to be uh, people of all cultures and all races, even women of all races and all colors that stood up for the principles of of self-governance, of liberty, of freedom. Now it's just pandering that is reminiscent to the justification of a royal family in what they call Great Britain that doesn't look too great to me. In the former Soviet Union that sucked so bad, the only thing that didn't have a supply chain problem was vodka. And you see in these Democrat sewer ghettos around America, as I watched the, the, the mayor debate, which was nauseating, different versions of the same corruption and the same failure. Is there hope, or, or am I right, when I say it's just time to cut bait and run? And then I, I, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that there is still hope, that there is still time, but i got to say there are a lot of people in places like Illinois and places like Chicago that have given up and have said, you know what, the heck with this. And they're moving to Florida, they're moving to Texas, and they're getting out of these of these liberal hellholes where these liberal policies are just literally destroying people's lives. It's not an exaggeration. So you're in Washington. You're in the know. It seems to be that even CNN has finally learned how to read, and they're aware of the corruption that is the Biden administration. Have they been able to put two and two together and see that the policies that are implemented by the Biden administration do not help the American citizens. They help the enemies of the American citizens. They help the Chinese Communist Party. They make them richer. They help the oligarchs who steal our money in the name of financial aid and financial sustenance. Are they waking up? Is it finally time? Are the, are the kids in the little short bus, are they catching up? Well, that's, that's another really good question. I'm not sure if it's that they recognize like the oligarchs in Ukraine or the Chinese Communist Party as being the enemy. I, I think they still admire those people, but I think it might more so be the fact that they're recognizing that Biden has become so inept and such a political liability that they are beginning to cut ties. I mean, it, it, is, it, is, really, um, it is really striking that even CNN and MSNBC are beginning to speak critically about Biden, especially in regards to how he has handled uh, these classified documents. You dropped an article, um, or it's coming out, about the uh, income-based repayment plans. Could you expand on that and let my people know exactly what is happening? The payments are going to be cut in half from 20 to 10 oh, years. Oh, goodness, this yes. This is, this is something we are fighting tooth and nail. I'll, I'll be filing a regulatory comment on this to try to block the, the Biden administration from, from doing this. But essentially what they're doing is they want to, to cut basically in half the amount of time it will take for you to have student loans forgiven. So right now you can get on income-based repayment where you only have to pay a certain percentage of your disposable income each month in student loans. And then after 20 years, whatever's left is just forgiven, which is a euphemism, meaning that the taxpayer has to pick up the tab. And they want to cut it down from 20 to only 10 years. They want the threshold at which you are not required to make any payments at all to go from 150% of the poverty line up to 225% of the poverty line. Uh, in, in addition to that, if you look at the people who actually have these student loans, for instance, most borrowers, in fact, almost all borrow, borrowers, are only going to pay back a quarter of what they originally borrowed. So you are going to have every taxpayer every year get stuck with an additional $1,000 because of this change. You know, I have to say, what I've witnessed when it comes to education, 
I have to watch I watch a lot of different clips. I mean, tremendous amount. And when you go to these college campuses and you see the imbeciles that are college students and you realize the quality of professionalism writ large, whether you go into health care, the new intellectual when it comes into government, when it comes into law, you see that these kids have been passed through. When you look at the statistics of communities that are run by Democrats like Chicago and you realize that 7% of 4th and 5th graders, 7% can read. That's it. You see that there's not an incentive to make these kids smarter. There's an incentive, an incentive to make them more arrogant and more entitled by allowing them to pretend that they're educated. So isn't this just the way to pay off the scheme that is modern-day higher education, as it's called? Oh, that's exactly right. And, and in so many cases, in fact, what you see is that those who are actually making uh, uh, you know, over $70,000, for example, upon graduation, they end up still getting these subsidies. They end up getting these, 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 um, uh, you know, these, these subsidies. They end up getting the student loan forgiveness. And so what you have in, in, the, in the lower years, for example, is effectively the same thing, where we are subsidizing failure, not subsidizing success. No. For many schools, they actually get more money if you have more students failing. And as soon as there is sure. success, that money is taken away. And, 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 and when, to your point, if you look at a big city, Chicago pays 28000 per student. I think that is only $1,000 higher than New York, but it's lower than in California. Shouldn't it be time to revamp the entire education system as this country knows it and to recognize that the government education system has produced a society that is more dangerous, that is more criminal, and that is dumber writ large? Absolutely, and I think it starts with abolishing the Department of Education which is literally an unconstitutional part of the executive branch. Nowhere, nowhere in the Constitution does it give the federal government the right to establish a Department of Education. In fact, the Tenth Amendment expressly forbids it. Now, can we just show Steve Jobs' speech at the college where he said he was proud to be a six-month dropout and point to the fact that every rich American self-made man, whether they be kings of Silicon Valley or entrepreneurs, I think it's 90-some percent. I don't even know if Bezos graduated, right? I don't think any of them graduated from college. And to inspire people to realize that this pretend education you think you're getting is, in fact, bribery. So you continue to vote for schemes and philosophies that have destroyed other governments, other nations, and other countries around the world. How do we do that? How do we bring it to the forefront? Because when I was a kid, I dropped out of college after one year, and I was proud to do so. But there were opportunities of employment, which when you look at the economy today, is one giant house of cards where it seems that the Ponzi scheme is finally collapsing. How do you incentivize people to have dignity and achievement rather than dignity in government sustenance? I, I think it has to start with reforming education, especially at the early years. We, we are indoctrinating children and, and have for literally decades that once you finish 
grade school, you automatically move on to high school, and then you automatically move on to college. And if you are of, of a, a certain intellect or, or you like certain things, then you have to go to graduate school. And we have completely written off trade school. We have completely written off starting a business, which is one of the greatest things you can do in this country, not only for yourself, but for others that you can then employ. I mean, it is absolutely astonishing that the left has been able to get away again with this kind of indoctrination, which is frankly brainwashing of our of our youth. One of the reasons and, and my main suspicions of the outcome of the 2020 election is because people of all income levels, of all education levels, had a, had a much better personal economy under the Trump administration than anything that we're seeing today. When you see the news come out of this American Fabianism, these elites in Davos and the World Economic Forum, do you think that sells among the ordinary American? Because everyone I know of all education and all wealth levels are outraged and disgusted that American policies are coming from a son of a Nazi named Klaus Schwab and his oligarch committee of self-described elitists among humanity. Do you think that maybe this time in the year 2023, more people are aware of it because I don't know anyone who isn't sickened at what's happening. Yeah, I, I think when when times are good, you tend to ignore uh, uh, you know the, the, the Fabian socialists who are saying how uh, everything's falling apart, right? And they're saying, oh my goodness, the, the planet's going to die in twelve years if we don't stop fossil fuels and and everything else. But when times are tough. You notice what they're saying, and you you get angry at them. I mean, when yeah. people can't afford to buy breakfast because eggs are are twelve bucks a dozen, it's a buck an egg in some a buck an egg in some places of the country. I mean, then people really get angry. People are beginning to realize what these policies are doing to their lives. And you know, I, I'm big on um, the principles and the the only American intellects this nation ever had. The founding fathers who were experts in the Enlightenment, but then when you realize the reason that they were experts is because they came from the, the era of feudalism. And when you look at the American tax scheme, when you look at the American uh, government, and you realize the difficult uh, uh, climate to be a successful person in this country, and you see more and more people are sitting on the sidelines and have already made their money, it's almost more advantageous to wait for the feudalism to get the enlightenment and maybe that's what we have to go through and i wonder if you think of that sometimes i i i do i i oftentimes wonder you know can what we have right now can it be reformed or or do we need uh, more of a collapse before we have enough people willing to go through the the tough task of reforming things but it, it tells you how far we've fallen as a nation when you compare where we're at today to where we were at the time uh, the founding fathers actually had the courage to start this country when they revolted over what was effectively a 3% tax on their incomes. Compare yes. that to today, <laughs> where we have whole classes of people paying more than half their income in taxes. I want you to, you know, I know you're in Washington, but if you ever are among your friends and you want to talk about how open and notorious the corruption is in these Democrat hellholes, in Cook County there's a tax assessor. Kagi, who ran on the fact that he was fat and stupid and useless, and he didn't get the tax bills out um, until the very end, the very end of the year. So most people are not didn't pay their taxes at the end of the year and now will lose the write-off on real estate holdings that they've owned or, or are making payments on. And 
he'll win again because he's a Democrat. And until we see a flicker of hope come from these these uh, willing slaves of these Democrat sewers, I think it's more of the feudalism. But now that we've talked about the nonsense, give me a little bit about the guy. Is he a boy dog? What's his name? I want to know about the guy. <laughs> he's a uh, he's a great Dane. He's, he's a big pooch. He's 165 pounds. I love him to death. Oh, wonderful. You didn't name him Fetterman, did he? Did you? No, no. Fetterman. Marmaduke? Where'd you go with? <laughs> Should have gone with Scooby. Yeah, Scooby's good. Scooby's good. Well, listen, I hope the dog gets better. But more importantly, I hope you always have the strength to keep up the fight and stop these Fabian totalitarian forthright bastards. All right? You got it, Sean. Thank you very much. EJ and Tony Heritage Foundation, we'll be back with your calls. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Nice pull, kid. You're always good on Mondays and Fridays. I'll tell you, you really go the extra mile, squirrel, Mondays and Fridays. You become a slacker on Kamala Harris Day, also known as Hump Day. In the meantime, let's go to a rare caller, but one that I love to death, Ralph and Rantoul. Good evening, Sean. Sean, I love the way you pitch Lindell's products and uh, your effusive praise, especially for slippers. But I have a very important for you. You talked about the padding and the impact gel and all that. Does it have enough padding to comfortably carry all of J.B. Pritzker's toilets out of his house and set them on the curb? I do not believe Mike Lindell had them made by Tonka, so I'm going to say no. However, what I will say is the reason I'm excited about this fat slob, thinking that people like him rather than just Chicago mafia roaches, is because I'm going back in my memory bank. When's the last fat pig president we had that wasn't just husky? Because you know you could say Trump, Trump's husky, but Trump is six three. You got a five foot six teapot who's built I don't know, like a like big a old woman. What? Gar- Garfield or one of those uh, Civil War bearded presidents from the turn of the century? Taft, but that's before TV. Ta- maybe Taft. Yeah, Taft. Right, Taft. right, right. Taft. Right, it took a, it took a couple of slaves to get him out of the tub, that fat bastard. But now that's before TV, and I'm wondering, do you think the little teapot, short and stout, all stuffed in his suit, you think he'll sell to the American people? I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, it depends on what side he looks good in. I think he looks best outside, just like outside everywhere. Just leave him outside. Yeah. Leave him outside, put him next to a couple of, of those Democrat union hierarchy, like the president of a few unions where he blends in. You know, like Rodney Dangerfield, no, no, look no, skinny, hang no, with fat people. No. No? No, like a picture next to the bean, because that's not the size oh, of the Oh, now you're talking. You know yeah. what? He shoots a campaign commercial next to the bean. He might, you, might, you know, Ralph, that's why I go to you. You're the brightest, one of the brightest guys I've ever talked to. Thank you so much for calling the show. I appreciate Adios. it. Thank you. And in the I'm meantime... Yes, he is. I want to focus on a little something because I was listening to the lovely Nikki Whaley talk about this nonsense. about And I don't mean UIC and those slots pretending to be teachers getting a big kicker in the race. Who cares? 80% of what they make is undeserved anyway. But I'm talking about the vaccine. 
I'm talking about the vaccine. And I've got so many questions. Can you tell me that you have not received a royalty from any entity that you ever oversaw the distribution of money in research grants? Um, well, first of all, let's talk about royalties. That's the question. No, that's the question. Have oh, you ever no, overseen, have you ever received a royalty plan. payment from a company that you later oversaw money going to that company? You know, I don't know as a fact, but I doubt it. I don't know as a fact, but I doubt it. Pickle-faced, corrupt moron who used our money to not only fund the greatest asset to Fabians, totalitarians, communists, socialists around the world, but he liked to use our money so that bugs could chew the faces off beagles. In the meantime, there's been a massive push to not only put your common sense and your observations and your opinion on the sideline, but the idea that these incompetent, fat, useless fascists can intimidate us into complying with their fascism. Now, some people, they force. I, it's heartbreaking to hear it. But I always like when politicians in particular stand up. And from what I can see, there's only a couple. Paul, and I like this guy, Massey. For one, you didn't answer whether or not you've been vaccinated. Well, first of all, it's none of your business, but I'm going to tell you. I'm not vaccinated. And until there's some science, by the way, I have a master's of science degree from MIT. I'm not a virologist, but I can read data. See, everybody who can read data and come to their own conclusions, you're smarter than the fascist slobs that have been forcing you to get what history will vindicate. As a poison, not a cure. Well, warm welcome to today's talk, Monday, the 23rd of January. Now, I'm kind of curious, really, just how long can the UK government and other governments and mainstream media keep on ignoring the huge amount of excess deaths that is around? It's just quite incredible. To say an elephant is in the room, it would be represent a significant understatement. No, you're not the only one thinking of Pritzker. It is my duty and responsibility as a consultant cardiologist and public health campaigner to urgently inform doctors, patients and members of the public that the COVID mRNA vaccine has likely played a significant role or been a primary cause of unexpected cardiac arrests, heart attacks, strokes, cardiac arrhythmias and heart failure since 2021 until proven until proven otherwise you know like just like ron johnson held hearings interviewed hundreds and hundreds of people affected by the vaccine you know the ones that didn't die and this is all around the world or at least all around the sophisticated western countries uh, this is happening everywhere and i'm going to be looking at data today from europe this is from euro mono bulletin and as we'll see this is official european data i'm going to show you this site in a minute this week uh, pulled Yoro Mono all-cause mortality, elevated levels of excess mortality. Overall, all around the place geographically and in all age groups. That's not good. And what's your government do? What is your government that is based in representation and unalienable rights of the individual? It forces more fascism. And what does the government do? It gives them raises, like those step-and-fetch fascist communist scum pretending to be professors at higher learning. It's infuriating. Candace, Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin. Hi, Sean. I was thinking about that Rand Paul thing. And remember when they tried to attack him and his wife on the way to uh, a car after an event? Yes. With Trump and then 
Also, his neighbor tried to kill him. And I think that this is because they anticipated what was coming and they were obviously planning for it. And I think they were trying to get rid of him or intimidate him. And that's Of course they are. The Paul cult Biden. of fascism yeah. doesn't like a rebuttal. That's why in the circa 2023 censorship that the Nazis would have envied and control of information that the Nazis would have envied and the Third Reich in total. That's happening right now because the Fourth Reich and the son of a Nazi, Klaus Schwab, at the World Economic Forum is making American policies. Thank you very much, Ken. Very infuriating. In the meantime, so much of this is infuriating. Like they're all getting rich, the pickle-faced bastard Fauci. And I don't just mean his salary. Who gives a rip? That's tip money to this idiot. It's worth tens of millions of dollars. How? Well, well, here's the thing is, why don't you let us know? Why don't you reveal how much you've gotten and from what entities? The NIH refuses. Look, we ask them. We ask them. The NIH, we ask them whether or not who got it and how much. They refuse to tell us. They sent it redacted. The NIH works for the government. It refuses to give the information. You want to talk about a systemic corruption issue. Not to mention his unattractive wife, the Viagra Slayer that she is. She's in on the game, too. And you think that these, docu- these docs are going to end the tenure of the most corrupt political whore this country's ever seen as president? And that's saying something. No. It's not going to end anything unless the oligarchy wants to throw the people a bone. But the system of corruption will continue to go on. And the evidence will continue to get squashed. And the dimwits will continue to sell it. And in the meantime, they've got us just where they want us. The House has passed uh, bipartisan legislation that would ban the export of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to Chinese companies. Given that oil has flowed to China from that reserve during both this administration and the previous one, is that the type of reform that the president would potentially support? So, look, uh, I think this is a little bit of what uh, the secretary was talking about just moments ago. This bill uh, addresses a non-issue. We're very clear on that. You know what the non-issue is, don't you? If Congress were to pass H.R. 21, the president would veto it. Because he's an asset of enemies, foreign and domestic. And China bribed him, not just for COVID, but to make sure we're broke and dependent on the Chinese Communist Party. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. This son of a gun. Now, he was big, but he wore it well. Not like Pritzker. Do you think that fat slob that just took away your Second Amendment, you think he could do five push-ups? I got 50 says he can't tie his own shoes. He's got some slave come over and tie those things. There's no way that teapot's bending over and tying his shoes. And when it comes to hygiene, huh, I've done the math. There's no way. No way. There's a toilet brush and a hose and maybe an immigrant involved in that. Robert in Bloomingdale. Wow, that's a good one, Sean. We like that. Thank you. But, you know, Did you make yeah, you put suntan lotion on them? How many out-of-work uh, hobos you could put together just to slap them down and slather them up with some sunscreen when he comes to his Florida mansion? 
I don't even want to see that. That kind of ruins my dinner tonight. And, uh, could be worse. You my... could be the horse him and his wife ride. How do you think he tells his other friends, his other horses, about what that's like? Can you yeah, imagine walking, them watching over with their tight riding pants on, trying to get on you? Woo-wee! Hey, I'm with you. I don't like him either. But the yeah. reason I was calling that, yeah, I would like to see Dr. Fauci, he's a subject on his own, uh, put in jail, you know, himself with the Beagles. And I'd like to see where this COVID virus vaccination, Pfizer and government all hooked together. I think I can get you the answer to the second thing you want to see by implementing the first thing, except on, uh, instead of Beagles, we use Fauci. We put him in yeah. one of those little concoctions like the Beagles were in. We let the yeah. bug start chewing on his face till he tells us what happened and how he plotted the greatest bioweapon released on mankind. I'm in. Tell you what, we could get a lot of answers that way. Mike in Union. Sean, what's going on, brother? Not much. Hey, so, you know, I was, I was just thinking, like, you know, do you remember back in the day when the 99% were trashing everything, camping downtown against people like the fat bastard that's sitting in Springfield down there and such? Where do they all go, Sean? Things get better for them or they get a city job somewhere. Oh, I don't think, um, I think you're thinking too low. I think they're in Washington. Have you taken a look at and, some and of these uh, people? Yeah, I think they're wrong. Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah. And Fauci, Fauci and all those all those people ain't going to get touched, bro. You know, they've already got all the pardons lined up, and every Biden's already got the checks lined up and shit. Just like oh, the son. Oh, Mike in Union. He always, is he the one that always swears? Somebody always swears. In don't swear and don't whip it out. It's not rocket science. Simple, simple. In the meantime, it's a very interesting proposition of the predicament we're in. It's a very interesting one. But the corruption just isn't on the names we know, the slobs we see. Corruption is systemic. More breaking news this morning. A former top FBI official in the Bureau's New York office has been arrested. Four senior law enforcement sources say Charles McGonigal faces charges related to violating Russian sanctions and money laundering. Back with me are Justice and Intelligence correspondent Ken Delanian and Frank Fugluzzi, a national security analyst for us. Um, Ken, McGonigal here is the former head of counterintelligence for the New York City office. He's due in federal court later today in Manhattan. What do we know and what more could we learn? This is a massive and shocking case, Lindsay. We're still going through the details of this news release from the U.S. Attorney. He was appointed by Comey. You know, as we were listening to the, cli- to the, to the clips about oil being sold to China for just the last two administrations, it's really been happening for the last seven administrations. That's the problem with it. And what happened to the guy who started it all? I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. And if that doesn't happen soon, it comes time in the course of human events when it becomes necessary for one people to break the political bands that bind them to another. You see, I don't want to live in a Soviet hybrid society, in a fascistic feudalism where slobs and corrupt can tell me how to live, what to put into my body when I know what it is. More and more problems. And we'll be looking at age groups such as 0 to 14 now. Um, the chief medical officer in the UK has said that the excess deaths are uh, caused by people not being able to get their statins. Where's the chief medical office officer in America? What's he doing? He's hiding under the desk, cashing checks from Big Pharma, like the media that's supposed to investigate it. Well, CNN's waking up a little bit. Let's have some hope. And in the meantime, we still have the Declaration of Independence. I'll be back in 21 hours. I can't believe the show's over. Are you sure, Squirrel? You can't give me one more segment? Talk to the guy, the policeman? No? You're a jerk. I'll be back in 21.
Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.